Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hitch Route. My name is Cade McCurdy. Joining me is Alex Frumkin, and today we will be predicting the week five matchups of the NFL. Alex, how are you doing today? Doing all right. I'm doing all right. Could be better. Could be worse. I think that could be said about so many NFL teams. I was looking it up. This is a ridiculously balanced league this year. There are 15 teams that are 2-2. Two and two. Normally, I feel like we have a couple more teams that are 4-0, and oh, and we got a couple more teams that are winless by this point. Yeah, but it's just one, and even the one winless team has a tie. Interesting league we have. Interesting league we have with a bunch of mediocre to overrated teams, a bunch of frauds, as per usual. And then the championship contender, Chicago Bears. Am I right? Uh, you are absolutely right. I'm happy that you said it first because when I say it, it sounds like a homer take. But you just legitimize it because that's the truth. Chicago Bears are going to win a championship, in the a, a conference championship in the next 50 conference years. Championship. Oh, okay. The next okay. 50 years. I love it. <laughs> love the confidence. Love to see fans really homer picking for their team. You know, that might be homer picking, but that would still be more impressive than what the Detroit Lions or the Cleveland Browns have done. That is fair enough. Regardless, how about we just head into the predictions for week five? Alrighty, let's do it. All right, to start off, Thursday Night Football, Colts at Broncos. I mean, I, I can't even make a case for the Colts here, honestly. Jonathan Taylor's out. Darius, sorry, Shaq, Shaquille Leonard is out. I mean... Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, the the Broncos are missing Javante too, but at least they have Melvin Gordon as opposed to Naheem Hines. If I had to make a, a hypothetical case here for the Colts, it would be they beat the Chiefs, they are aggressively mediocre, and Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett is a freaking moron. And yeah, um, I don't think that'll be enough for them to prevail, but... That would be my case. I also think the Broncos are going to win. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a particularly good game. This could be one of the worst primetime games we have this year. We had um, Steelers-Browns already. It can't be that much worse. It, it it can always be worse, Alex. Let me let me tell you. We used to get those uh, the Color Rush Titans versus Jags games when they both sucked, and this is reminiscent of those, the Mustard Yellow Jags versus the Cerulean Crayon uh, Titans. So it could always be worse, but not much worse, I suppose. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, that's really about it. Moving on, Giants at Packers. I really wish I could say I'm pulling for the Giants here. I mean, I'm pulling for them, like, in a morale standpoint and for a standing standpoint, but, like, I I don't think that they're consistent enough to beat the number four team in the NFL. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? If... Danny Dimes was 100% healthy this week, and we knew that at this point in time when we're recording this. I would not have been a coward, and I would have picked the Giants to win this game. But because, as far as we know, he's at at best he's banged up, and at worst he won't play. So we're either going to see Davis Webb or Wildcat Saquon. I can't in good faith pick the pick the Giants here. But I think the vibes are there. I think the Packers are a little bit shaky. Uh, that this has some of the the trappings of a a trap game upset. I suppose that's fair. 
Wait, isn't this also a London game? Uh, it's a Germany game. I think it's our oh, first sorry, ever... sorry, it's a Europe game. Yeah, it's going to be the first introduction of the German people to the American version of football, and we are sending them Davis Webb at QB, potentially. <laughs> so you're welcome, Germany. We're, we're doing our best here. I mean, this could be a more offensive thing than anything that's happened between America and Germany in world history. In a long, long time, that is for sure. At certain. least a long time. At least a long time. Moving on, though, another offensive game to the eyes, perhaps. Steelers at Bills. I am, I like the Kenny Pickett hype train. I, I can't get on it this week. The Bills are going to eviscerate the Steelers. It's going to be bad. Um, everyone yeah. should feel bad. Yeah. Like, I think the Bills have... I mean, I think they... Not, they didn't luck into the win, but like... They obviously looked shaky for part of their last game, but they're not going to have the opportunity to even be shaky against the Steelers. This is not going to happen. I just I think the the Steelers' defense is is really good, but I don't think it's going to matter. The offense won't be able to match whatever the Steelers managed to hold the Bills to. Minka Fitzpatrick will have an interception, though. That's my 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 call of the day. I mean, that's a fair call to have, but it's not the same with that TJ. And Minka is really good, but I think without TJ, you know, the, the defensive identity is pretty much gone. Minka makes plays, but that's really about it. Next game, though. Chargers at Browns. Our first game where we disagree. Sell me on the Browns. Why do you have the Browns winning this one? Because this is what this is what the Browns are going to do. They're going to lose to the worst teams that they play, and they're going to beat the teams that they shouldn't be beating. I also think that the Chargers have looked very inconsistent, to say the least, over the past few weeks. And uh, they haven't, they've been choking. I mean, you said it yourself, the Chargers and choking go hand in hand. I think that this is a prime opportunity for that to happen because the Browns have a very good running offense and the Chargers have a very bad running defense. Moreover, it's a Browns home game, which always helps. And Keenan Allen still doesn't look like he has a good chance of coming back to week for for this week five game, and uh, I I just don't think that this offense functions properly without Keenan Allen. All valid points. Um, that being said, I think that after getting eviscerated and embarrassed uh, last week, I think the Chargers come back with a vengeance and do the same to the Browns. Um, Chargers think- won last week. Oh, you know what? I went back in time. Isn't that crazy? I was thinking of them getting beaten by the Jags because it was so bad and so embarrassing that I, I just skipped the entirety of week four. That's yeah. tough. That being said, I'm still taking the Chargers, but I'm taking the Browns against the spread now. Word. Speaking of the Jaguars, Texans at Jaguars. I really wanted to make a case for the Texans here because, you know, I don't like there being a winless team at this point. But, like... The Jaguars are just clearly better positioned for success at this point. They themselves uh, had a tough outing, but they showed some flashes because they were up 14-0 against the Eagles, and they weren't able to close. So I think that this is going to be a very prime opportunity for them to bounce back. I wanted to take the Texans really bad here. I wanted I wanted to be different. I wanted to make the, the big balls call. Couldn't get there. Just couldn't get there. Davis Mills' neck is too long. Um, 
And the Texans aren't so bad that they're going to go winless. And I think that the AFC South games are the prime opportunities for weird, random stuff to occur. But I don't think it's this week. I think the Jags bounce back, as you said. I think they beat the Texans fairly soundly. And the Texans will still have to look for a win going into next week. Yeah, I mean, my summary of the argument is that they couldn't beat the Bears. So I really don't see them beating the Jaguars. Fair enough. Speaking of the Bears, Bears and Vikings. You know, you may call me a homer, but I actually think the Bears are going to win this game. I will take you up on that and say you are being a homer. Mm, I guess I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Well, now that you ask, the reason it's not a homer take is because these Vikings have been on thin ice for a few weeks in a row now, just barely winning games. And... While I don't think that the Bears are obviously like a phenomenal, I'm going to be honest, they're not the best team in football right now, you know? Very so, bold of you to say that. Very brave of you. I'm, I'm a very brave man, as you know. But Justin Fields has improved over the past week. Again, very low bar from week three, mind you. But the Vikings have a lot worse defense than the Giants do. And I think that this is going to be a good opportunity for the Bears to come back. And I also think that uh, this is, I mean, it's not a primetime game by any means, and that obviously factors into Kirk Cousins' favor, but it is still an important game for the standings because it is another divisional game, and I think that uh, the Bears more generally have been planning for this one, and I think that they're going to bring as much of an A game as they can, whereas I think the Vikings are going to heavily doubt us. And to be fair, there is reason for doing that. I think I agree with you that the Vikings run hot and cold. They're inconsistent. They could lose to literally any team in the league. That being said, the Bears are terrible. Um, the offense has been non-existent. It's probably a kind way to put it. Uh, a more unkind way to put it would be putrid. Uh, Justin Fields has less completions than Cooper Cup has catches this season. Uh, he's on pace for like like 1,600 yards, and I just don't see that getting the job done against at least somewhere between mediocre and good Vikings team this week. Uh, Although it is a prime time for the Vikings to choke or play terribly, and division games are like that sometimes, but I just, I can't see it. I can't get on board with the Bears this week. I'm sorry, Alex. Please forgive me. Please invite me back to the pod, Alex. Please. Please don't kick me off the pod, Alex. Please. America. He's pointing a gun at me. America. <sighs> I'll maybe forgive you. Speaking of the NFC North, Lions at Patriots. Lions at Patriots. Uh, I'm taking the Lions. They have the worst defense in the NFL, but I don't think that matters, hopefully, against Bailey Zappi and or Brian Hoyer. Um, I think that the, offense, the Lions offense should click on all cylinders and they should take care of business against the Patriots. Also, maybe a, re- a revenge game against Matt Patricia, who is maybe the most hated man in Detroit. And they hate a lot of people. And they hate a lot of people. That is not an easy list to, to crack the top 10 on. And I think he's at least, at worst, he's top three. Man, he did something to him, that's for sure. But at least now they have the Dan Campbell era in part because of the failed Matt Patricia era. Nonetheless, I agree that it's the Lions, but 
I'm hesitant here because of how not bad the Patriots looked against the Packers, which are a good football team. Even if I, I mean, I don't think they're astounding, but uh, power rankings that I just read said they're number four. So Patriots did that with third string QB against number four team at Lambeau. Now they have a home game against one of the worst defenses in the league. I'm hesitant, but I still think the Lions pull through because I have to believe that the the Patriots like were playing near their ceiling of this form last week. Fair enough. And also, I'm contractually obligated to pick against the Patriots if I can come up with any reason to do so. And I'm contractually obligated to root, or, or sorry, select the Lions if I can come up with any way they can win the game. This is true. These are both clauses in his contract, ladies and gentlemen. The only other clause that we've yet to mention is unique cap soup. Have you consumed it yet? Have you uh, it's in, it's in the fridge. I, I like to drink it chilled, so I, I've got to wait for it. Yeah. So... A lot of people don't know, but I'm pretty certain that hot kneecap soup is the way to go. Because I think they've been drinking some cold bowls when they can't close out these wins. I see. It's neither here nor there, though. Seahawks at Saints. Another game where you and I disagree. I think that the Saints desperately need a win. And uh, I think facing the Seahawks is one of the best ways to figure that out. And the Seahawks offense, even though Geno Smith has the highest completion percentage in the first four games of an NFL season in history, I still think that they're a worse offense than the Vikings. And the Saints put chills through the Vikings. I think that the that you gave me Geno Smith, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, and that is your mistake you'll have to live with. Um, I think that the Saints do desperately need to win. I think the Seahawks are better coached and a more consistent team than the Vikings, even if they don't have the same highs and same ceilings. I think the Seahawks will take care of business. They've got a, a balanced attack. Geno Smith, even though you're writing him off, I know he's not going to write you back. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy with the Seahawks here. I think the Saints are a sleeper contender for the number one pick, uh, just with the way they've been playing. They've been out of sorts. They've been disjointed. They were scrappy against the Vikings when they were outmatched, but they lost to the Panthers, and that is a terrible sign because we are terrible. So I'm taking the Seahawks. That's very fair. I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, Pete Carroll is going to chew 72 uh, sticks of Hubba Bubba during the game. That's my prop <laughs> of the day. Is that what's the, is that the over-under? Uh, that's the under, actually. The over, oh. the over is about 111. He does like his hub above, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on, though. Dolphins at Jets. Uh, I think that Teddy Bridgewater, with a full week as the starter in the practice regimens, is going to do well enough to take care of the Jets. I think that's fair. That being said... I'm going with Milf Hunter Zach Wilson hitting the gritty all over the Dolphins at home, MetLife Stadium. Be there, J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. It's <laughs> it's over before it started. The swag battle has already been lost by the Dolphins, and that is half of the game. The swag battle is rather important. Do you think? Do you think I should go to this game? I mean, I don't think I really have money to go to an NFL game right now, but Jets tickets are always relatively cheap. I would go to this game just on the off chance Giselle Bunchen shows up and sits first row with a Zach Wilson jersey on. That for that alone, the price of admission is worth it. 
very true, but you can't really live that experience in the stands. I would be better off seeing that on Instagram. But at well, least no, I can you say could I was be, there. I could you say could be there. the guy breaking the story on Snapchat. You could be like up in the, the nosebleeds, like the 350 section, be like, oh my God, it's Giselle Bunchen. And we see you slowly zoom, 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 zoom. And there's just this blurry photo of a woman. It's like, that could be anyone. But you say it's Giselle Bunchen and, and you break the story and they got to give you credit on ESPN. Honestly, you, you've very thoroughly convinced me. But you haven't convinced me about the Jets winning. Next game, though, is one you and I agree on. The Falcons at the Buccaneers. We don't think the Falcons are going to win their third game in a row. Let me give you some some things that I think of when I have watched the Falcons this year. Um, pain, suffering, uh, the eternal torment of the soul, uh, my skin getting flayed off my body, um, sticking my hand into a garbage disposal and turning it on. Mm. Uh, the, the feeling when you realize you're starting to drown, um, and the point when you're getting, uh, immolated when it's right before your pain receptors turn off and it's the, the peak of excruciating pain. Um, that those are the things I think of when I watch the Falcons play football. And this is a team that has twice as many wins as the Carolina Panthers, ladies and gentlemen. So just think about how bad I feel when I watch the Panthers play. But anyway, Falcons, if they get it done against the Jets, or sorry, against the Bucks, rather. Sorry, I have Zach Wilson on the brain. Um, it means that Tom Brady is down even worse than we thought and that Giselle Bunchen won the divorce. I don't think Tom Brady's going to let Giselle Bunchen win the divorce, so he's got to beat the Falcons this week. Hmm. Good to know that divorce is a battle, ladies and gentlemen. It's not about working through things. It's about claiming victory over your former partner in the form of achieving more assets at the end of this transaction. Listen, I'm going to give you two scenarios, and you tell me which one sounds more like Tom Brady, okay? You're mocking me, but uh, scenario A, Tom Brady sits down with Giselle, tries to make it work work comes up with an equitable solution for all involved everyone is happy and they embrace at the end and forgive each other that's scenario a okay that's what you're proposing i should believe in scenario b tom brady goes scorched earth says f giselle says i want everything i want the house i want the money i want the kids give me it all and then goes out and sticks it to the falcons this week and wins the divorce which of those sounds more like tom brady to you I don't know, man. I would imagine that I think Tom Brady has chilled out now that he's essentially a grandfather. So I don't know. I think he wants happiness. He just wants to play football, too, you know. But I think it's probably a point of an ultimatum, which is why if Giselle is very serious about the no football, which she might be, then scenario B could be more likely. Do you do you hear that that sound in the back of your headphones, uh, Alex? I do not. Uh, that is the screaming of millions of Americans saying how wrong you are and how much scenario B sounds like Tom Brady. So I just hope you can live with that uh, when I am proven correct. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that the Falcons are going to lose this game. I just don't. No, 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 no. Not on that end. We know the Falcons are going to lose this game. I'm not going to hold that against you. That's not fair. Uh, but when. Tom Brady shows up to a bachelor party with Leo DiCaprio. Just just remember this conversation. Will do. Will do. 
Titans at Commanders. Who Titans. cares? The Commanders are not going to win. Carson Wentz blows. Good for Brian Robinson to come back from getting shot. That's the only good thing about the Commanders. I mean, yeah, pretty much. You know what's I, crazy? I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I mean, I, I think maybe Curtis Samuel gets like an honorable mention, but that's really about it. What were you going to say? I was going to say that the the Commanders suck so badly that I don't like the Titans. I think the Titans are are vulnerable to get beaten any week by anyone they play. I think they're one of the, the, the worst teams and more inconsistent teams in the league. And I have absolutely zero fear that the Commanders are going to pull off the upset and make me look like an idiot about this. Yeah, that's about accurate. That pretty much sums up the Commanders' season thus far. It's quite unfortunate. I thought, you know, at least after the first two games, that maybe there was something on offense. But you give them any, like, decent front seven, and this team utterly collapses. And, you know, the Titans, they're not full strength in their front seven, but definitely going to be more than enough to cause plenty of pressure. Danico Autry is getting at least two sacks in this game. That's my prediction. 49ers at Panthers. I picked my team. Are you going to pick your team? No. No, I'm not. For me to pick my team, they would have to give me some some reason for hope, some glimmer. It's like being in, in, in a prison cell in a dungeon, and there's absolutely zero light. And to believe in in escape or hope of any kind, you have to have that one that one ray of light, like the one mote of light, just glimmering in the distance. There's nothing. It is just complete darkness. It's like dingy down here in the dungeon. I've got Matt Rule's sweat like dripping on my forehead off the yeah. walls of the dungeon. I just I, the the Niners are going to beat us like like sixty two to like like six. Actually, no, we'll get a weird score. They'll beat us 62-5, to five and we'll get a safety on Jimmy G. That's my prediction. I mean, wouldn't be the first time Jimmy G's had a safety done on him this year. If we win this game, I might, I might buy a Panthers jersey and get Jimmy G's name on the back, get a Garoppolo Panthers jersey. That's wonderful. I don't even know where you'd get this, but I believe in you. I'll sell it myself if I have to if we win this game. There's just absolutely no way we prevail. The Bears beat the 49ers, man. Maybe you Yeah, guys... and in, in like a hurricane. We we don't get a hurricane. We don't have that kind of hope. Like, that would be the hope I need to pick the Panthers. <laughs> there's no hurricane. There's no tornado coming to help. There's no earthquake. We're not on any fault lines. Actually, wait, is the game in San Francisco? No, see, yeah. it's in North Carolina. There's no fault lines to save us. We're just doomed. Debo Samuel's going to have like 200 yards at halftime. Uh, yeah. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Moving on, though. The bird game of the week. Eagles at Cardinals. Uh, I selected the 4-0 Eagles to win. That's very bold of you, I must say. I, I know. I was feeling dangerous, so I, I selected the, the better team. Dangerous. Am I, I was right? not feeling dangerous. No, I was not. Not a chance. Have you seen the commercial for his new sandwich? The, the Subway one? Yeah. I hope that sandwich is as bad as he's played. <laughs> I mean, considering that I've heard that the spicy element is just banana peppers, it really might be. That would be the Subway special. Honestly, Subway used to be so much better, I feel like, when we, we were kids. And now it's just like, it's not even mid. It's just like, mm. 
Yeah, it's not even mid. I agree. I mean, like, I can't fathom spending that much for a sandwich that piss poor. Yeah, it's just the the days of Subway have have come and gone. If only, I mean, if the five dollar footlong was still alive, maybe our economy wouldn't be in shambles. That's what's causing inflation. Is footlongs are more than five dollars, and it's just thrown the world and bank for a loop. Twelve inches. You know, and twelve inches. us both ways. Yeah. both ways. But that being said, back to current reality. Though the Eagles are the better team, I think that the Cardinals are onto something right now. I think that, you know... Because they beat the Panthers? Yes. Their epiphany was, hey, we're playing the Panthers, guys. Let's win. And that's all they needed. That's all they needed. I I think that this is actually a closer matchup than it appears, but the Cardinals have not managed to play a good first half thus far this season. And if they come out flat-footed against the Eagles, they're going to be down too many points to recover. I agree. I just, in my soul, I feel like this is a this one's going to be a Cardinals ceiling game. This one's a soul read? All right, I got to respect the soul read. Largely a soul read. Cowboys and Rams. I am committing blasphemy. You are committing blasphemy. Because I believe that Cooper Rush will no longer be undefeated after this game. Listen, I uh, once again, I took the, the 4-0 team against the team that wasn't 4-0. I'm taking the guy who's never lost an NFL start against a guy who has lost many NFL starts. I'm taking them boys. Quit playing with them Cowboys. I mean, your logic is unparalleled. But the Rams won the Super Bowl. And I think that uh, they are still the better roster. So it's just uh, they, they've played very sloppily, I admit. But oh, go ahead. Sorry. I just think it's a bounce back. I think it's a bounce back. I think until I see the Matt Stafford bounce back, I'm not going to predict it to occur. I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm going to expect... Matt Stafford to continue playing piss poor, and I'm going to expect Cooper Cup to have like 27 fantasy points. Fair enough. Bengals at Ravens. Sunday night football. Our host, Rob, is actually going to be there. Our host, Rob, is actually on his way there right now on foot. That's why he couldn't be here today. True. He's hitchhiking across America, yeah. Yeah, all the way from Arlington to Baltimore. Yeah, that's why it's gonna take so long. Yeah, I mean, you. I mean, yeah. I think I'm not. I'm no like speedster. Like, uh, I can't. Th- I can't think of a single fast NFL player right now. What's wrong, Tyree Kill? Tyree Kill. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm no Tyree Kill, but I think I can make that walk by there. I think. I, I think I'd be there by now. So it's kind of disappointing that Rob's not here. Yeah, Rob was just looking for excuses to not come and hang out with me and Alex, and he said, oh, guys, I'm, I'm hitchhiking to the game, so he didn't have to come. It's tough. Yeah. Well, nonetheless, despite it not being cool that he's not here, the effort that he's putting in right now is what matters because his Ravens are going to beat the Bengals. I disagree. I think the Bengals are about to lay the boomstick on the Ravens on their home turf. You think so? I think so. I mean, is this is this a soul read or is this like a, a read read? 
this is this is sort of a soul read and and the basis of my soul read is this zach taylor is like the cockroach of nfl head coaches you just cannot get rid of him no matter how hard you try so that being said now that the seat is a little bit warm he's going to win a big bounce back victory and save his job through the next four seasons i mean he already beat the team that was undefeated prior to their game but you can you you can still make the claim that's because Tua got hurt. I mean, sure. if a starting QB goes down and you're not already down like an enormous margin, I would expect to win. That's fair. That being said, I think that the Ravens, you know, they've had some tough draws. Uh, they have not. They've been getting huge leads and not holding on to them. I think that the Bengals are worse positioned to claw out of that game, out of that big hole, than either the Dolphins with Tua or the Buffalo Bills. And I, I think the Ravens, you know, they really need a win. You know, they've had some unfortunate losses to powerful teams, and the Bengals are not the Bengals of yesteryear. I think we watched Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill run roughshod over the Ravens' secondary, and the Bengals have three guys capable of doing that with Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase. They weren't fully healthy that week, but fair enough. They also didn't even do that until yeah, they didn't do that till the end of the game when Marlon Humphrey basically wasn't there. I just think I'm, the Ravens, you know, I think the Ravens are a better position to succeed now. And J.K. Dobbins has been looking good. And Lamar J.K. Dobbins did look very good. I'm happy he's back. But yeah, I mean it's Totally. I mean, this is going to be a close one. I think it's going to be a really good game. It's a really good Sunday night football game. But last but not least for primetime is Raiders at Chiefs. I, I want – I just don't think the Raiders have a chance. They got to win. They're not going to win two in a row. They're not they – I just – I agree with you. There's not really a case to be made, I don't think. Um, the Chiefs just played their best game of the year. The Chiefs have owned the Raiders in the Mahomes and even just the Andy Reid era. Um, it's it's in Kansas City. There's no earthquake, hurricane, tornado on the way to get the game canceled. I just think the, the Raiders are doomed and are marching to their own funeral. Yeah, that's a very kind way of putting it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to think of the counter-argument. I suppose, oh, the Raiders finally clicked. Oh, the Chiefs are going to doubt them. Oh, the Raiders, led by Josh Jacobs and Devon Adams, are going to get a big lead. And then, you know, Patrick Mahomes, one of the greatest quarterbacks of our generation, is somehow not going to be able to come back against that. I mean, I'm going to bet on the Chiefs' matter, right? Like, that's that's what they do, mm-hmm. if, even if they are down. You know, so, like, I think, I think it could be closer than what it – necessarily should be like on even standing but i don't see the chiefs losing i certainly don't see them losing but yeah that's really about it for week five predictions i think that uh, i think some of us are going to be wrong one time and some of us are going to be wrong the other time i don't think that either of us are going 16-0 this week Alex, I just want to apologize for going 15-1 and one in my first pod. Um, I, I just wanted to say sorry that I had to come and do that to you on, on your podcast and that I will feel bad about the 15-1 and one record I'm about to have. 
And what's the one team that you are going to have incorrectly chosen? Uh, the one team I'm going to have incorrectly chosen is the Dallas Cowboys because whenever people start to believe, that's when they they rip the floor out from under you. I'm okay. That's fair. That's that's totally fair. I was imagining the best case scenario possible for you that the one game you got wrong was the Panthers pick. That would be the best case scenario, and it would also rip Bryce Young out of my tender, loving arms, which is sort of an unacceptable outcome. We we got to go one and sixteen or one and fifteen and one because ties are always funny, and and get Bryce Young. We can't we can't risk C.J. Stroud. We definitely cannot risk getting that guy from Kentucky, whose name I'm forgetting, but is not an NFL QB. Fair enough. Well, from one fellow garbage team to another, I wish you the best of luck in your tanking. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate that. This has been Hitch Route, everyone. Peace out.